Thank you for supporting Overcomers Christian Center. From wherever you're listening, we hope that today's message leaves you feeling empowered and equipped. I want you to notice Hebrews chapter 11, verse 33 and verse 34, which reads as follows. Who through faith subdue kingdoms, work righteousness, obtain promises, stop the mouths of lions, quench the the violence of fire, escape the edge of the sword, out of weaknesses were made strong, became valiant in battle, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Based on that, and what you see in that, is the results of individuals who operated by faith. Or as we like to say, they were faith walkers. And based on that, my title this morning is The Results of Faith Walkers. The Results of Faith Walkers. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you so much for all you've done for us. Thank you for your anointing, your power, your mercy, your grace, and your love. Thank you for this word you have prepared for us this morning, this knowledge, this understanding that we're going to take and we're going to apply in our everyday life. Father, we thank you, Father, for the service so far, how you're ministering and continuing to minister, and we continue to bind the enemy and cast him out. Thank you for our youth church this morning, those that teach, those that participate. I ask you to bless them, Father, and help us as we get into your word this morning. Help us to grab a hold of everything the Spirit of God is imparting into our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Let those that agree say amen. As mentioned last Sunday, results can be defined as an outcome or a consequence or a result, excuse me, a consequence or outcome of something. Results provide a measuring or measuring term or tool or the progress of something. It is determining the size or quality of the progress. The results can be an indication that the impact that something has or or the impact that it has on something that it is a part of. For example, if you give and you see the results of your giving. Results help us to set goals, determine how we're growing, develop a plan of action. It causes us to gauge our maturity in certain areas of our lives. Results can are very, very powerful. And they can influence us. And many times, results are a product of our choices. As faith walkers, we must strive to be result-oriented individuals to the point that we're intentional in our prayer life, intentional in studying the Word of God, intentional in worshiping our Savior, Jesus Christ, as well as serving our God. We choose to do these particular aspects of ministry. In my opinion, God's way is the best way. But we must be intentional about our choices. I know as a personal testimony, when I wanted help with my finances, I had to be intentional about giving God his tithes and continue to increase my offering to our Savior. 
each year, striving to give more than we did the previous year. We had to learn how to sow more seeds and to increase our faith so we could overcome apprehension, to, uh, apprehension as well as fears when it came to sowing seed, not only in the church, but into my pastor's life, my bishop's life, other pastors, members, family, friends, loved ones, and even sometimes your enemies. Because God will tell you to give or to your enemies. Let me paraphrase a little bit right here. He said, you know, do good to those that despitefully use you. And you may not want to, but that's part of the process. We want to be or operate in a Luke 6 and 38 blessing. You know, Luke 6 and 38 reads as follows. Give and it shall be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your bosom. With the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. Again, look at that scripture a little closer. Give, you grant, you supply, you furnish. And one definition I like is that you yield to. When you give, you're yielding to. And when you do that and you give it like the Lord tells you, it's going to be given unto you. It's going to be granted back to you. It's going to be furnished to you. It's going to be supplied to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over will be put into your bosom. But with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. When you choose to give, you can expect to be, it be given back to you. Isn't that good news this morning? That when you choose to give, it's going to be given back to you. I thank God for that. We're also a learning and still learning how to make more and spend less. And one of the ways that we learn that is by giving. Because when you give, remember he said, I'll open up the windows of heaven and pull you out of blessing. There will not be room enough to receive. Well, part of the blessing is the ideas and the concepts and the insight when it comes to your finances. Because God knows your finances better than you do. And so when you give, he says, I'm going to give you ideas, I'm going to give you insight, and I'm going to give you concepts that's going to help your financial situation. And I know God's been doing that for years for many of us in this sanctuary. We're still learning how to save and be mindful of credit card uh, debt, high interest rates, consuming money on food, clothes, and such like. And of course, there's nothing wrong as long as you're being led by the Holy Spirit. He wants you to enjoy certain things in life, but don't let it be a hindrance for you getting out of debt, owing nobody nothing but to love him. I had to realize that God's way, and most of us are realizing that God's way is the best way. And I've got to align myself with his way of doing things. It's a daily walk. We learn this process on a day-by-day basis. Because you can spend good for a whole month and then just take it all and lose your mind on one shopping trip. So you have to be led by the Holy Spirit. It's a daily walk to learn how to hear the voice of God and to obey his instructions in every area of our life. And I believe that our faith in God helps us to experience divine results that only he can perform when we align our our way with his way of doing things. I also believe that it's our faith in God that helps us to recognize God's supernatural power that is at work on our behalf, producing God-ordained outcomes. See, faith gives us hope during the process. 
Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1 reads as follows. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Again, faith, our assurance, our belief, our persuasion in the sub- is the substance of things hoped for, our expectations, uh, what we're waiting for, and the evidence of things not seen. See, our belief in God is a substance that encourages us to wait on God even when we don't see what we're hoping for at that moment. And, you know, it's amazing how we can always have, we can have confidence and faith and trust in things, but sometimes when it comes to God, we'll get a little bit, mm, a little lazy on that. And we mean by that, Pastor Dobbs. Many of us are Probably several of us have worked on a job where we, they say they're going to get, they're going to pay us in two weeks or four or four weeks or twice a month, whatever. And we have faith and trust that they're going to pay us. Now, why can't we have more faith and trust in God than we do on a natural job? See, it's how all and how we look at things. Is that right? I believe in God's is a substance that encourages us to wait on God, even when we may not see what we're hoping for at that moment. It's our confidence and persuasion in the sovereign power of God that allows us to stand firm and do the word while we wait for the word to fully manifest. We're going to do the word while we wait for the word to manifest. And as mentioned earlier, my faith is my foundation that allows me to do, to give and it shall be given unto me. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. And see, I give until I see the manifestation of that good measure, that pressed down, that shaken together and that running over. I'm going to give till I see the good measure, the pressed down, the shaken together and the running over. Lord, am I getting weary? No, but I'm going to give because I'm looking for that good measure, pressed down shaking together and running over. I'm going to give till I see the manifestation of what I'm looking for. That's why I need faith. It's essential for us seeing divine results. The more faith that I have, the more promises that I realize that I have access to and can expect to have. For example, all the promises of God in him are yes and amen. So the more promises I know, the more I can expect and the more I can receive. The more, excuse me, my knowledge and understanding of God, God's word increases, so my faith increases. My opportunities increase. The promises increase. And I see more of the promises come to pass. For example, he said he loads me daily with benefits. As I believe him and know this, I see what he's doing in my life. And then the enemy will try to paint a picture that God's not doing anything for me. But how many know that's a lie? That God is doing something for us every day, but you got to realize it. You got to realize, you got to realize that God is protecting you from the enemy. You got to realize that God is keeping your body. You got to realize that God is delivering you. You got to realize that God is healing you. You got to realize that God is doing what he said he does in his word. You got to realize it and realize you're more blessed than what you realize. Mm. See, God's written and revealed word brings more and more faith into my life and causes me causes us to be rooted and grounded in his sovereignty. Understanding that such a foundation produces divine results. Again, Romans 10 and 17. 
Romans 10 and 17. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Romans 10 and 17 reminds us that faith comes by or from or through what? Hearing the instructions or the preaching of the word of God. And you keep on hearing the instructions and the preaching of the word of God. And you keep on hearing the instructions and the preachings of the word of God. And you keep on hearing the instructions and the preaching of the word of God. And your life will be changed for the better as you take heed to the promises you have heard. And to me, I believe it produces godly outcomes. Godly outcomes. And God's outcome is a sign that your faith is growing. It's growing. I am better because the need for me to come and hear God's word preached to me is is helping me. See, I'm not just coming to church. I realize that his word is helping me. I can't miss church because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And how can they preach unless the uh, preacher has been sent by God? In order for them to receive the word of God. When my faith is growing and my faith grows, my confidence grows. My assurance grows. My belief in God grows. And and in turn, I receive the divine results. Faith says I'm looking for his outcome. Faith says I'm looking for his outcome. See, the target of my faith is in Jesus. The target of my faith is in Jesus. My ability to do the word while waiting on the word increases each time I hear God's written and revealed word. The instructions God gives me through his preached word. After coming here consistently, God's preached word. Again, Romans 10 and 17. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now let's go over to Hebrews chapter 11, verse 30 and verse 31. The book of Hebrews chapter 11, verse 30 and verse 31. I'm going to read it to you first and we'll come back and talk to you about it. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 30 reads as follows. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they were encircled for seven days. By faith, the harlot Rahab did not perish with those who did not believe when she had received the spies with peace. One of the things you, when you see this, you see what by faith does. By faith, many miracles were performed by who I like to call the giants of the faith from the Old Testament. It was by faith and then there is through faith. By faith, the walls of Jericho the, and, and the wall, that wall encircled the entire city, but that wall fell down by faith. Now, you must understand, when they shouted at that wall, you know it wasn't they shout, they got the wall down. It was their faith that got the wall down. And let me say this to you. If you want some walls down in your life, listen, listen, you must operate in faith and walls will come down. Let me say this to you. You may not see them come down in the natural, but in the spiritual, they're just crumbling. In fact, they're a little bit weaker each time you do what you do what you do for God. Each time they went around, the wall got weaker to that last day when they shouted, that wall came down. And I believe truly that if you continue to praise God, it may not look like it's down, but each time you praise God, that wall becomes weaker. And after a while, you will give God that big hallelujah, and that wall going to come down. Woo, glory be to God. And Hebrews 11 and 31 continues with, by faith, 
the harlot Rahab did not perish with those who did not believe. Notice by faith the harlot Rahab did not perish. She was not slain or done away with with those who did not believe. Because there were people around her that didn't believe. And each one of them lost their life. And, and because, but she believed. She would, she did not allow herself to be persuaded away from what Joshua and her soldiers had told them. She did not refuse to believe and act in disobedience, but she received the spies with peace. See, the Hebrew writer lets us know that he says that I could tell you about a lot of these giants in the faith, but it would take a while to go deep. So the, this sort of group, he groups them in a list and gives us a big list of the five results that manifested by faith. And, and notice what he said in Hebrews 11 and 32. And what shall I say? For the time shall fail me to tell of Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah, also of David and Samuel and the prophets. See, you're not the first one to be a faith walker. You're not the first one, and you ain't going to be the last one to be a faith walker. Listen, when you go to your job, you're not going to be the last one to be a faith walker. When you go to your home, you're not going to be the last one to be a faith walker. It didn't start with you, and it's not going to finish with you. Because God is the author, and he is the finisher of our faith. Listen, I'm telling you, whatever school you go to, you will not be the last faith walker at your school. You will not be the last faith walker in your family, because you are setting the atmosphere for more faith walkers to come along the scene. And so he says this, uh, oh, and, and, when, what I, and what more shall I say? In other words, how shall I speak or teach you or point out with words? For the time will fail to tell of Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah, also David and Samuel and the prophets. See, many times it's not how much you know, but how much do you believe in the divine revelation that you do know? Let me say that to you again. It's not, you can know Genesis to Revelation, but if you don't believe none of it, what good is it? You see, whatever you believe, what you know and what you believe is what's going to work for you. It's That's what's going to work for you. I know people right now, when I was out witnessing and still go out witnessing, there are people that know the Bible better than I do. But you know what? They don't believe what I, what I believe in. I believe that, that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. I believe that God can do exceedingly abundantly above anything we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. I believe that God raised, raised up that third day from the grave and he is alive right now. He is still king of kings. I believe he's Lord of lords. I believe God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore and the same God that did it then. It's doing it right now because we're faith walkers. We walk by faith and not by sight. I believe that. I believe that. I believe that. I believe that God is doing what he said he's going to do in his word. But a lot of people, they hear the word, but do they believe in what they hear? Do they believe in what they hear? Do they believe better is here, better is coming? Do they believe that bigger is here, bigger is coming? Do you believe in the revealed word of God? Now, in today's main text, we can see the divine results that our Old Testament believers in the faith experience. Through faith, we choose to be faith walkers. We can expect the same results are similar. We can expect the same results because God is not a respecter of persons. The same God that did it then is doing it right now. 
Now, some of y'all didn't get that right there because I want you to get that in your spirit. The same God that did it then is doing it right now. And you notice I said present tense. I'm not saying he's going to do it. I'm saying he's doing it right now. I mean, he's doing it on this day in May. He'll be doing it in June. He'll be doing it in July, August, September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May. Every month, 24 hours a day, God is still working. And he's still on the throne. And let me say this to you. Just like he did it for these individuals, he can do it for you. He can do it for you. That's why you don't know what I've been through. He can still do it for you. Because when you look at the text and you start studying scripture, you see that everything you're going through, people in the, in the Bible went through the same thing. They went through the same thing. Well, Pastor, like, I don't think they went through what I went through. They may not have had a phone to go through with it, but they had go, went through something very simple. <laughs> you follow me? Understand this. God is still working. Now, as we continue... No, excuse me. as we continue to grow and mature in the word of God, it will become easy to see that our faith in God is the reason that we are experiencing his divine results. Our confidence in his power, his sovereignty, and his ability. Hebrews 11, 33, 34. Who through faith, who by reason of faith, who by means of faith, Subdue kingdoms, work righteousness, obtain promises, stop the mouths of lions. See, the Old Testament experienced miracles through faith. They were trusting in God's written and revealed word. And many times it was a revealed word to them. Because many times what we are reading, they were going through and, and writing as they went. So it was a revealed word. They believed in the Lord and his character. They had conviction that what God said was and is true. No doubt their confidence in his word will come to pass as well as assurance that his word was and still is true. That's why in verse 34, that he, they quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, became valiant in battle, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. And in this... I'm going to give, we're going to talk about nine divine results manifested through faith. Now, let me say this to you, and I want you to understand this clearly. If it happened for them, it'll happen for you. Well, Pastor, I don't think I deserve it. I didn't ask you that. If it happened for them, it can happen for you. We just have to look in Scripture and see what it means and how we relate it in our lives. For example, the first one here, subdue kingdoms. Subdue means to overcome or to conquer kingdoms. Kingdoms means some type of power or dominion. See, our faith in God will help us to subdue or overcome obstacles that will try to control us. Kingdoms are about a king who has dominion over a certain area. That's why they're kingdoms. King or dominion. King with a dominion. And we don't want jealousy to be the king over our dominion. We don't want unforgiveness to be the king over our dominion. We don't want hatred to be the king over our dominion. We don't want, you know what it is. You don't want him to be over your dominion. See, our faith in God will allow the king of kings and the Lord of lords to rule over our life and not an imposter. Revelation 17 and verse 14. Revelation 17 and verse 14. 
These will make war with the lamb and the lamb will overcome them. For he is Lord of lords and king of kings. And those who are with him are called chosen and faithful. So let me look at you real quickly. Hey, chosen. Hey, faithful. I don't think y'all got that. Chosen and faithful. I don't think they heard me. I want you to look around the room and say chosen and faithful. In fact, say, look at you, point to them and say chosen and faithful. Chosen and faithful. Chosen and faithful. Chosen and faithful. Why are you chosen and faithful? Because you let him be your Lord and you let him be your king. Well, Pastor, if you don't know what, I, what I've been through and what I've done, no, you're still called, you're chosen, and you're faithful. Why? Because you chose him to be your Lord and your Savior. Mm. Good God. All right, let me get out of it because I, I could preach on that. And I know I got eight more to go, so y'all pray my strength in the Lord. <laughs> Two, he worked righteousness. And as we are faith walkers, we can work righteousness. We can perform or produce those acts that are acceptable to God and approved by God. See, we learn in order to be consistent and carry out that which is right in God's view, we need to work or labor in righteousness of that which is approved by God. Romans chapter 12 and verse 2. Romans chapter 12 verse 2 reads as follows. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. As a faith walker, you're going to prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You're going to work righteousness as a faith walker. The third one here is that you obtain promises. You're acquiring, you're gaining and securing the promises of God, his divine assurance, his covenant. We should expect to gain knowledge of the promises or declarations of God and expect for them to manifest in our lives. We should expect that. 2 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 20. 2 Corinthians 1 and 20 reads as follows. For all the promises of God in him are yes and in him amen to the glory of God through us. So as we we are walking by faith and not by sight, we are obtaining, we talked about this earlier, obtaining the promises of God. We're obtaining them. We're Gaining access to them. We're inquiring them. We're gaining every aspect, every declaration that God made. And so we operate as a faith walker by obtaining these promises. And when God gives us these promises, they are yes and amen. I'm not looking for you to cause them to come to pass. I'm looking for God to cause these promises to come to pass. I'm not looking for my job to cause these to come to pass. I'm looking for God to cause these to come to pass. I'm not looking for the raise. I'm looking for God to say, I'm going to supply every one of your needs. I'm going to give you more than enough. You may not give me a raise, but God can still raise me. Why? Because I'm obtaining his promises. I'm obtaining his promises. Now, I know it might look funny to some, but I want you to do this right quick. Just, just grab that promise and bring it into you. Grab that promise. Bring that seedingly, abundantly above. Bring his healing. Bring his deliverance. Bring his prosperity. Bring God Almighty. Bring it. Bring it. Obtain the promises. Number four, he stopped the mouths 
of lions. He stopped the mouths of lions. They blocked them. They closed them. They put them to silence. The mouths of the the heart and the soul of, of lions. We may not stop the mouth of the actual lion. Let me put that out there. Don't run to the uh, zoo and jump in the lion pit. And tell you, tell him, oh, Pastor Bob, he said I could do this right here. And I could, nah, I ain't what I'm talking about. No. <laughs> but we can expect as faith walkers to escape those who try to devour us as a lion. We can, we can escape those who try to devour us just like Satan tries in 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 8. 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 8. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, your enemy, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seek, seeking whom he may devour. The enemy is trying to devour you. He's trying to devour your mind. He's trying to devour your body. He's trying to devour the way you, your faith. He's trying to devour you. He's trying to devour you. But notice, as faith walkers, we stop the mouths of lions. As a faith walker, you stop the mouths of lying. And you got scripture to bag it up. That's why he told you be sober, be vigilant, 1 Peter 5 and 8, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. And my next one is this. He, they quench the violence of fire. Quench the violence of fire. They suppress and stifle the violence of the strength, power, and influence of fire. Of fire. We may, we may not be thrown into a literal fiery furnace, but we will probably encounter people and circumstances that the Lord does not intervene. We may ha- end up being annihilated. Daniel 3, 22 through 27. Daniel chapter 3, verse 22 through 27. I'm going to try to get through this and not get too happy, okay, y'all? Y'all pray my strength of the Lord. I don't know if I can make it. I ain't going to lie to you. When I was recording the, the, the broadcast, I almost... Daniel 3, 22 through 27. Notice this. As a faith walker, notice not just these individuals, but people, believers in this sanctuary... Faith walkers, you can quench the violence of fire. Notice Daniel 3, Daniel chapter 3, 22 through 27. Therefore, because the king's command was urgent and the furnace is suddenly hot, the flame of the fire killed those men who took Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down Bow in the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. They were trying to, listen, throw uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They wanted to annihilate them. They wanted to kill them. Why? Because of their faith in the Lord. And then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished. And he rose in haste and spoke, saying to his counselors, Did we not cast three men bow in the midst of the fire? They answered and said to the king, True, O king. He said, Look! Oh, good God. 
God Almighty. Look, I see four men lose. I see four men lose. He went in bail. He went in tied up. He went in good God Almighty. But when they looked around, he, they, he, he said, oh, look, I see four men loose in the fire. Oh, when you go through your fire, when you go through your trial, they think they can uh, annihilate you. They said, oh, I've got him now. I'm throwing him in the fire. But as soon as you got in the fire, they bound you up. They bound you up with lies. They bound you up talking about you. But when you got in the fire, oh, that's where God wanted you in. He wanted you in the fire. And when you got in the fire, you was loose and looked around. And there was a full man in the fire with you. So every time they throw you in the fire, there's a fourth man with you. I like to put it like this. Jesus is with me in the fire. Mm, I'm, so, I'm sorry, y'all. I I, Help me to get there. And then he says this. I see four men walk in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt. They are not hurt. You tried to hurt me, but he said they are not hurt. They are not hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Then Nebuchadnezzar went near the mouth of the burning fiery furnace, spoke, saying, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, faith walkers, servant of the Most High God, faith walkers, servant of the Most High God, praise and worship givers, servants of the Most High God, worshipers, clappers. That was what he said here. Oh, he says, serves of the Most High God, come out and come here. This Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came from the midst of the fire. See, somebody's going to want to see your testimony. Somebody's going to want to see your testimony. Because they can't believe you got out of it. Last week, they couldn't believe you made it and got here on Sunday morning. Oh, the enemy had you. He threw you in the fire. He personally tied you up. He personally threw you in there. But when he got looked around, there you go again. Woo! All right, here you go. And the satraps. Okay, then Sharon, Meshach, and Abednego came from the midst. No, they walked out the fire. <laughs> walked out the fire like they didn't even bother. Can you imagine? I don't know about you, but I, I, walked, I, I got burned by a little bitty. Uh, stole a little bit of match, a little bit, I mean, just burn me, I mean, burn. Can you imagine you touching, not even bothering? They walking in the midst of the fire. And some of you are walking in the midst of the fire as a faith walker. You're walking in your job, nigga, you got all kinds of, you're going to, to the work, you got all kinds of, you're going to your school, you got all kinds of, but you're a faith walker. You're walking by faith and not by sight. And that's what you got to understand. As I go a little further, it's not just for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. It's for you as well. That's why these are the results of faith walking. But notice something though. It didn't stop them from being thrown into the fire though. Pastor, I want, I want to stop the enemy from throwing me in the fire. I do too, but let me tell you something. I can't, I can't make no promises. Because Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego got thrown in there. And who am I to say you ain't going to be thrown in there? Okay, I'm lying. Let me get on. I told you I got excited about this part. <laughs> Verse 27. And the satraps, administrators, governors, and the king's councils gathered together. And, they, and everybody looking there. 
Glory be to God. Everybody looking. Everybody in your job looking. Now, they thought you would get fired, but everybody looking. Now, how did you steal him? <laughs> and they saw. And they saw. These men of whose bodies the fire had no power. The fire had no power. The fire had no power. The sickness had no power. The poverty had no power. The disease had no power. That anger had no power. That unforgiveness had no power. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. It had no power. And the hair of the head was not... Since nor the garment effect and the smell of fire was not, the smell of fire was not even on. Woo! I, I, you had to have me preach this last part. Cause I, I gotta go on. If I get, if I get on this last part, I might just fall out of him. I, I got I got I got to. You gotta help me with this last part. You gotta look at somebody and say you don't look like what you've been through. To, to fight to tell you don't look like what you've been through. Lord, you don't look like what you've been through. I can't tell. This last week you went through all of this, and in the house of God on a Sunday morning, praising God, giving God. told you, I can't take that. I can't take that. But look at two or three more people tell me, you don't look like what you went through. You don't look like what you went through. Yeah, I know you. I heard you went through some things. I heard you went through this, that, and the other. But you don't look like what you went. I told you, I might not take that part. It almost almost took me out of the church. I had to, I got to go back. Number six, escape the edge of the sword. Escape the edge of the sword. These are faith walkers. Faith walkers. And these are the results of faith walkers. See, notice when, let, I'm about to go to it, but notice this. These are the results of people and believers who walk by faith and not by sight. And if God to do it for these people, he'll do the same thing for you. He don't change because he, you're faith walkers. You're faith walkers. And again, escape the edge of the sword. They, uh, excuse me, escape means they sought safety from flight, aborted and caused to flee away. The edge of the sword, the sword represents punishment. See, I've lived long enough to know that we have no idea the number of plots that were against us. I'm sure all of us have escaped the edge of the sword of, of somebody else's sword of punishment or planned against us only by faith. Isaiah 54 and 17. Isaiah 54 and 17 reads as follows. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue which rise against you in judgment you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and the righteousness is from me, saith the Lord. See, no weapon formed against you, no sword, no plan, no idea formed against you shall prosper. Why? Because you're a faith walker. And this is what's beautiful about this. You ain't got to know the plan. You don't have to know plan point one, point two, point three, point four, point five. All you know is it ain't gonna work. It ain't gonna work. And let me say this to you. If it do work, then God got something better for you down the road. Y'all missed that. You got to get that. You, well, it, it seemed like it worked, Pastor. No, it did. It just worked right in God's plan. Cause what the devil meant for evil, God has turned it around for good. Because why? You are faith walker. You a faith walker. Seven. 
Out of weakness were made strong. Lacking, out of weakness, they were lacking and needing strength and being frail. Were made what? Strong. Were strengthened and given power to resist the force. See, only by faith or trust in the power of God and his word can we go into any situation where we're overwhelmed or feel like inferior and come out saying, I'm strong. If you've ever been in a situation where you felt inferior, you felt weak, you felt like I'm just overwhelmed, God can get you out of that. Joel chapter 3 and verse 10. Joel chapter 3 and verse 10. Beat your plowshares into swords and your pruning hooks into spears. Let the weak say, I am strong. Let me say that last part to you. Let the weak say, I am strong. In other words, as a faith walker and you're going through a situation where you feel uh, overwhelmed, you felt like it's just too much, I can't handle it, just keep saying I'm strong. I'm strong. In fact, let's practice across the sanctuary. On the count of three, you're going to say I'm strong. I am strong. One, two, three. I am strong. Again, I am strong. One more time. I am strong. And let me tell you why. Because you're faithful. You walking by faith and not by sight. Why you keep saying that, Pastor? God, I want you to get this in your spirit. Life don't stop because you're going through. Life did not stop because these people were going through stuff. It did. But the results is what I was after. And this is what Jesus was saying. Tell, uh, excuse me. Hebrews is telling us. He said, look at these results of the individuals that are going through life, but you're going, you're going through some stuff. But listen, you see how similar stuff is now? You see how some of this stuff is in our everyday life? And, and they made it through. And why not you? Why not you? Why not you? Well, Pastor, you don't. Everybody in here went through something. Everybody in here went through something. All right, let's go a little further. Seven. Okay, well, excuse me. Eight. I'm sorry. Eight. Became valiant in battle. Became valiant. Valiant means they're mighty, strong, and forceful in battle, wars, and fights. See, by faith, we do not rely on our own strength for everyday battles. We don't rely on our own strength for everyday battles or disputes or quarrels. We depend on the Lord to fight our battles at school, work, business, church, family, and so forth. We do our part and the Lord does the rest. We do our part and the Lord does the rest. Second Chronicles chapter 20 and verse 15. Second Chronicles chapter 20 and verse 15. And he said, listen, all you Judah and you inhabitants of Jerusalem and you, King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord to you, do not be afraid nor dismayed because of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. The battle's not yours, but God. Many of us are trying to fight the Lord's battle, and if you try to fight the battle, he'll step back. But if you do your part and say, God, hey, I'm tagging you in. Y'all don't know about that tag team wrestling back in the day. Mr. Wrestle number one and Mr. Wrestle number two. That's probably, I'm sorry. That, that <laughs> Being there tagging. But see, every now and then you got to go ahead and tag your partner in. And then when you tag your partner, go get some lemonade and sit on the side and watch. 
The Lord do his business. Don't try to tie it back into, oh, I got it from him. <laughs> no, let the Lord get the glory and you sit on the side and drink your lemonade. Preferably Miss Mrs. Lemonade, okay, but it, just in case. <laughs> Woo! Number nine, turn to flight. The armies of the aliens. Turn to flight. The armies of the aliens. Turn to flight. Cause to fall back or to recline. The armies of the aliens. Aliens are the enemies. Those not of your own family or the, the family of God. Judges chapter 7 and verse 7. Judges chapter 7 and verse 7. Then the Lord said to Gideon, by the 300 men who lap, I will save you and deliver the Midianites into your hand. Let all the people go, every man to his place. Notice in Gideon's case, who we talked about a little earlier, he took 300 men to save the army. Took 300. Notice he took, notice it was a big army. And let me say it, they had more than 300, but, but God took them 300 in them. As faith walkers, they whooped every last one of them. But it really wasn't them because they only had 300. And they were fighting thousands. But as faith walkers, you walk by faith and not by the... Watch this. You ever had a doctor look on the, on the wall and say, he pointed something on the wall. You see this right, he's talking about, you see this right here? And you're like... Oh, yeah, I see it. <laughs> I see it. But, you know, in your mind, you didn't know where he was looking at. And so they pointed that to, and you're like, what am I going to do? Because you don't know nothing. But God knows everything. God knows everything. God knows everything. He knows what, what you should do and what you shouldn't do after you see that picture of them. I know we, we may come in without limited knowledge, but God is not unlimited like us. He knows everything. He knows everything. He knows everything. You look at your account. You know, how in the world am I going to pay $10,000 worth a bill with $300? And then you say, I want you to give $100 to the kingdom. And then you say, I'm going to take this $200 and I'm going to feed this $10,000 you got right here. Now, some of y'all look at me like I'm, I'm, I've lost my mind. That's okay, though. Because he's still doing it, even though. Because why? You're faith walkers. You don't go by what you see in your account. Whether or not you're going to give, obey God, and do right. Are y'all following? You're walking by faith, not by what? Sight. That's it. That's it. See, these examples in the scripture show us the divine results that we can expect as we increase our faith in God and expect or wait for him to manifest his promises as faith walkers. <clears throat> if you have not received the promise or a similar promise, then God is not finished working or assisting you. Does everybody understand that? But I, I, I did not see what you just talked about here in Hebrews 11, 33, and 34. That means God's not working yet. Not finished working yet. Y'all know, listen, until you see what's in the scripture, subduing kingdoms, Working righteousness, obtaining promises, stopping the mouths of lions, quitting the bonds of fire, escaping the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, becoming value in battle, turn to flight the armies of the aliens, or a similar promise 
then God's not finished working. He's not finished aiding you or assisting you. Only time you're finished is when you see the promise of God manifest. And let me say this to you. Our God is great. He's proven. He's powerful in every present ready to perform his word on our behalf. And that's why I like Romans 8 and 28. Romans 8 and 28 reads as follows. And we know that all things work together for the good to those who love God, to those who are the call according to his purpose. If you don't see the promise yet, that means God's not finished working. I mean, God not finished working. And so I did, we stand on God's promises, but you don't jump off too fast. You let God continue to work until you see the manifestation of the promise. Until you see the results that God wants for your life. And how do you know what the results are? He listed them in his word. He listed them in his promises. He listed the promises in his word. And when you see those results, then you can relent, lay off. Because now you've got the promise that God has for you. Are y'all seeing that? All right. Let me close with this statement here. As faith walkers, we must know that God is faithful to produce divine results on our behalf when we consistently believe in him. When we have confidence and we're persuaded by him. When we choose God's way, we should expect godly results. When we choose God's way. We should expect godly results, the results of faith walkers. Thank you so much for listening to today's message. Please subscribe to our podcast. And if you're ever in the Villarica area, you can visit us at 3193 South Van Wert Road in Villarica, Georgia, on Sunday mornings at 10 and Wednesday evenings at 7. You can also reach us at 770-459-6221. That's 770-459-OCC1. Follow us on Facebook at Overcomers Christian Center and visit us online at OCCVR.org. We pray that you're empowered and equipped in today's world.